Welcome to the show. You're listening to the Hope Radio Podcast. My name is Sean Davis. I happen to be your humble host and joining me, as always, my wife, my partner in life, my partner in crime, my soul sister. <laughs> Her name is... Your soul sister. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just Jen. We're soulmates, you know, <laughs> so like... Well, that's kind of weird then, huh? <laughs> I don't like it. If you're my sister. I don't like it. Scratch that. <laughs> that was my attempt at being impromptu, and it... Failed. Failed miserably. Well, <laughs> here we are on uh, podcast episode number ocho. 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 C. Infinity. Mm-hmm. Infinity sign ocho. Sideways. Sideways. Mm -hmm. Makes it feel like it's been infinity. <laughs> you know, yes. uh, not to lament the woes that everyone is feeling or going through, but man, it just, uh, the days, they are a dragon. Yeah. Not the fire-breathing Game say, of Thrones like, dragon. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, a dragon. But like, dragon butt. Yeah, booty. Dragon booty. But uh, So anyway, uh, I think our plan for today is to inspire mm -hmm. and uplift yes with um maybe some ideas of how like we're navigating it but also some of the guests that we've had i want to i want to go through that kind of 10 list 10 ways to be happy okay. list that uh, edwin had given us and then i found let's drill it into people Drill it into people, yes. like right straight into their head. Yes, like you need to be practicing. We will make you be happy. <laughs> I like that. That was like my cookie monster voice. Oh, I love cookies. Oh, cookies. What's your favorite cookie? My um, all-time favorite cookies are probably the ones you make, the Kodiak cookie cookies. Yeah. Kodiak cake cookies. The protein cookies. Protein cookies. Those yeah. are good. But the, the close... Traditional separate. Can't even talk today. Better get this all sorted out. Yeah, figure that out. But the close second yes. is um, peanut butter chocolate chip. My yeah. mom used to make me some peanut butter chocolate chip cookies mm. as a kid. You know, you go back to when you were a kid, like 10. Go back to when you were 10. What was your favorite cookie then? Peanut butter chocolate yeah. chip. She used to put these fork marks in the top. She'd push them down. And Everyone does that. Really? Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. It's how you make peanut butter cookies, but okay. Um, Are you upset that I said my mom's cookies and they weren't? No. Okay. I don't even really make cookies. I make one cookie, but I'm going to tell you what my favorites are. Please. Okay. My all-time favorites. It's a total tie because I don't like one more than the other. I like them both. But the sugar cookies with frosting from Cookie Connection. Okay. They're so good. <laughs> cookie Connection sugar cookies but they're just frosted amazing and then my second favorite but not my second favorite so i have two favorites is peanut butter cookie with a mini reese's peanut butter cup in the center like usually hey. you see them at christmas hey yeah hey now you cannot ever ever go wrong with peanut butter chocolate anything especially reese's <gasps> reese's eggs are out right now <sighs> That is a bright spot, a bright light, a beacon mm -hmm. light in the midst of the current darkness. That is awesome. I wonder how many people are hoarding those because, you know, those are those are pretty I'd popular. I'd rather hoard those than toilet paper. Yeah, like, right? Yeah. I'd rather take chocolate. You know what? they only happen one time a year, and then it's like, 
gone. But like, how do you get them? You got to go into the, you got to go on the front lines. You got to go into a grocery store right now. Yeah. But you know what? Actually, you can get those year round, but they just change shape, right? No. The best Easter no, candy. No. For those of you that are listening <laughs> that are peanut butter chocolate fans like me, y'all know that you cannot get the <laughs> Easter bigger bunnies and have it taste the same. There's a there's oh. a disproportionate ratio of chocolate to peanut butter in these. Well, you're talking about something I'm different. a connoisseur. Yeah. <laughs> You are. I am a very much peanut butter chocolate connoisseur. You are. You are the one that is hoarding them all in our pantry. Yeah. Well, I still have some from Christmas, so that just <laughs> goes to show how much. Um, you love you know. them. Yeah. I think besides those, you know, those are always amazing. I think the other top two favorite Easter candies are the Cadbury eggs, but not like the ones with the gooey stuff inside, the ones with the hard shell crunch on the outside. So they're like smaller eggs. I can't, I can't, I you can't, can't get, get behind that. I, know. I cannot get behind you on that one. And then what about nerds jelly beans? I am a nerd. You would probably like the jelly beans. The nerd jelly beans are so no, hard to find no. and they're so good. No, like I'm not, like I'm not like a regular just candy guy well good things opposites attract i am a singular candy guy i am a chocolate peanut butter kind of guy yes that's that's where i stand on that i think you are lying about your favorite cookie i honestly want to say that your favorite cookie is probably the oreo double stuff so there i don't like i guess i don't see that's a cookie i i don't see it as a cookie (laughs) okay what is it it's like an oreo it's like a i don't know it's it's small for a cookie (laughs) <laughs> yeah a cookie has to be a certain size to be considered well a cookie. you think about a cookie and it's got like ridges and valleys oh and uneven stuff and you know okay. but you're right like or- oreos right uh, okay those are your favorite okay let's let's have a serious conversation because we need to address the fact that there's got to be something addictive in those damn cookies those oreos because like they're i i think they're i think they're uh I think they I think they put crack in them or something. Well, that's weird. Our kids eat them. Madden eats them a lot. Me too. <laughs> I but do like, not eat them. I do not. Why I, do you why are you hating on Oreos? Because they're packaged. I'd rather have a fresh cookie than a packaged like it's sitting on the shelf for 20 years. You go to Cookie Connection, they put your cookie in they a package. They make it fresh. They do? Every day. Because really? they run out of those sugar cookies. Well, guess what? The Oreo factory makes Oreos fresh every single day too. Yeah, but then they sit in the package for 20 years. No, because people love them. I bet you they got a week long, like that, maybe a week at the most. Oh my gosh, you are such a cookie. What? You're a cookie. What does that mean? I don't know. You're a cookie. Does that mean cookie? <laughs> that too. <laughs> I think we've lost our train of thought here on this. I think we're getting, yeah. I think we're getting uh, Corona delirious. Corona crazy. Yeah. You should, you should. <laughs> yeah. You should trademark that. Corona, it's going to be a thing. It is. You watch. I am. You, you, you said it. You spoke it. It will be a thing on TV. <laughs> wow, there's been incidences of Corona crazy, and <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, day one. I'm currently there. Yes. All right, so let's be helpful to people. Okay, so okay. I want to talk through like some coping mechanisms. Like we're not counselors. No. By any means. Heck no. But. Yours truly mm-hmm. has had his fair share yeah. of experiences. You there. love counseling. I do. I wing it. What does that mean? I'm just winging life. I'm I'm my own counselor. Says the planner. 
I know. Says the planner. I'm planning the my The person that life. has to ask me every single night, what's our plan for tomorrow? What are we doing tomorrow? The person that has to schedule their breakfast and their lunch and their dinner and what they're going to eat That's and their workouts. That's because I love food. And you say you're a wing it kind of gal? I wing the rest Blasphemy. of life. Blasphemy. Okay. You are lying. <laughs> If it doesn't ha- involve food or working out, I wing the rest. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. What, what I, I see your face right now. You cannot say that. <laughs> I'm looking at your face right now, and I'm like, what the heck? It's a picture, isn't it? <laughs> I, got, I got a face for radio. Yes, you do. All right. You're getting me distracted like you always do. Mm-hmm. You're a master distractor. Yes, I have been told. Okay, so let's let's get to the ten ways of being happy. We okay. want to make sure that people are uplifted I'm as uplifted. part of, of this. What do you mean by that? I'm feeling good. Okay. I worked out today. Yeah. I got up. That's good. I had my protein shake. Yes. I did three workouts. Three. Corona crazy. No. That's daily life. Corona crazy. No. Anyways, I did what I had to do. You always do what you have to do. Yeah. Okay, so um, we had an awesome guest on our show, Edwin Itabiri. Mm -hmm. He's the chief happiness officer, I want to say, of the world. Yeah, of the world. Yeah. When you wear a yellow suit, by the way, you can check him out on our um, Instagram, Hope Radio Podcast. You can also uh, see him on Facebook, Hope Radio Podcast. Mm-hmm. He's wearing this awesome yellow suit that just makes me smile every time I see it. Yellow him. is a very happy color. Okay. It is. It's proven. Well, may- well, then I think we should all be wearing yellow. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's what we should be doing. Maybe yeah. we should be making a clothing line right now that's all yellow. <laughs> and happy. You can't get any other colors. Think about it. Like the happy face is yellow. When you think of a happy face, it is yellow. Yep. You're really smart. I am so smart. And the sun is yellow because that's happy. Yeah. That's another smart Clouds thing to... are gray because it's sad. No, they're not gray. Yeah, they are. Gray. They're white. Gray skies. Sometimes. Whatever. It's not as happy as the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Ten ways to be happy. Uh, so he's got this list, and you can find it again on our um, Instagram, Hope Radio Podcast. But uh, number one. You have to decide to be happy and make it your top priority. Okay, so let's yes. let's just, like, you're one of the happiest people I know. Mm-hmm. Is it because you decided to be happy? You know, I Because life I, is throwing you some yeah, yeah, piles of crap. Yeah. I personally feel like it's a choice. I personally feel like I can get up and be happy, choose to choose happiness or not. And so I just think I'm just a naturally happy person. There's so many reasons to be happy that I don't ever focus on the negative. Like, I don't like to go there. Coming from your husband, I would say that you saying this morning, I'm over this game. Yeah. I don't want to play it no more. I'm a human. I mean, this is not an ideal life for anybody out here. So, yeah, I'm human. I I did not choose this. I do not want this. I don't want to see it. I don't want to live it. But I will adapt to it and I will find and overcome and find my happy during the situations. So um, 
for you, it mm-hmm. is a decision that comes to you where you can choose. And I've, I've said this all along mm-hmm. too, like you can choose what you put your energy toward. Right. You know, like I'm uh, my ancestry, my, my ethnic background is American native. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a story like the, the Cherokee, uh, story and I, I'm sorry. You're for, a Wailaki. I know, but that's an Indian. Yeah. You're just not. Why a, do you like saying it like that? You it, like saying it as though yeah. it's like, like I'm, I like to call you're a wacky. <laughs> like that's what you think you're saying. You're it's called the- Wailaki, but you, you're wacky. <laughs> You and all the boys are all Wailaki. You part of the Wailaki Don't tribe. be hating just because we can start fires. No, and stuff. I'm just jealous that you get free like dental. Yes, uh, <laughs> that is an advantage. But anyway, my my ancestry is is native, and so there's a story that an Indian chief tells to a young, you know, coming up adolescent warrior, mm-hmm. and he talks about basically two wolves that are always battling yes one is fear one mm-hmm. is anxiety one is worry one is is um angst or depression or or not depression but you, you know the idea of that the other mm-hmm. side of it is light and hope and optimism and these two wolves are battling and so the, the the young warrior says well which one wins and the old chief says well whichever one you feed yeah yes that's so, such a good one it's just this idea that, you know, and I think through counseling, um, I've learned that you very much can control your thought life. Mm-hmm. Like if you start to go down, okay, I'm going to think about this. Right. As soon as you recognize that you're thinking about it, mm-hmm. to then stop yourself and consciously think about something else. Oh, yeah. To reverse it. But I think that's a learned skill. Not everyone is, not everyone knows to, to do that. Some right. people just kind of get it's this spiral yeah. they get stuck yeah. you know it's it, it it's hard and um i'm not somebody that suffers from depression i'm not somebody that suffers from anxiety or worry so i think it makes it easier for me mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. you know lord knows not ever having been in somebody's shoes that you know suffers from severe depression i mean i right. as edwin said you can't say that to somebody that suffers from depression they can't just think themselves out of it kind right. of a thing it's 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 more involved than that yeah, but um i think deciding you know that primary focus Making are you going to decision yeah are you going to wake up in the morning mm-hmm. and decide to be happy mm-hmm. and make it your top priority right it's almost like though that that can be a challenge in and of itself if you've got so, i'm gonna be happy it's kind of like the people that we see sometimes at disneyland <laughs> <laughs> we love going to disneyland and just watching people People you know, are great. We we should start profiling. But there's there's certain families that you'll run across where you can tell that the parents are stressed. They're over it. The kids are, <laughs> are done mentally and physically. The kids are crying. And, you know, you see the parents going, yeah, I spent all year waiting for you. will be happy. We're at the happiest place. You know, and they're yelling at yeah. each other and stuff. So sometimes it's hard. Like, you know, yeah. you, you got to concentrate. But num- number one on the uh, 10 ways to be happy is to decide to be happy and make it your top priority. Mm-hmm. Number two, smile more and learn to laugh at yourself. Yeah. I just think smiling is, like when you're out and mm-hmm. you smile at somebody and they smile back, it feels good. Yeah. I love smiling at people, but you know what? California is so weird. I'm going to, I'm going to, compare California to Mexico. So California is weird. I mean, we run the trails, we're out there on the trails and we come across people sometimes and they always look down. They act like they're, you know, like 
so far deep into something else that they can't even look up to say hi. And you know me, I'm always like, hey, hi, how are you? Like, look at me, smile. California's weird like that. Like nobody wants to make eye contact. Mexico, when we run the trails in Mexico, I don't think we've ever run past anyone that doesn't stop and say hi, smile, and buen dia. You know, like just something so simple but they acknowledge that you're even there. Like, I love that about Mexico, but California, we got to work on smiling more. You know, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I, I, I see it. Um, I agree with you. I, it's almost as though when you encounter somebody that you don't know here, mm-hmm. it's like they, it's an automatic in their mind. They think it's a negative. Oh no, there's a person. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's almost as though, like, I could totally see that after this. You know, after all this Corona crazy yeah. is, is gone, like I can see people being extremely standoffish, but I could also see people like craving others just because we've all been cooped up for right. so long. Yeah. You know? So maybe but, it'll be different after we all get to hang out again. But I would, I would honestly say if you can force yourself in a circumstance of being mm-hmm. around others to mm-hmm. smile more, it's almost like the act of smiling. Yeah is somehow in some way like a, a bit of a release. Like I, th- I heard mm-hmm. it takes more muscles to frown than it does smile. Oh, I've heard that. Do you think people actually don't smile? What like do ever? Like the Kardashians. I've run, a, I've run across some people Remember that I would Remember Kim say. and Kanye? They refu- refused to smile because it gave them wrinkles? Do you, do you remember Don't, that story? Uh, no, but what, whatever. So they like, just would never, oh, and Posh Spice. I'm, I'm not. She doesn't smile in any photo. It's very rare to see her smile. That's so weird to me. I'm, unlike you, I'm not really a Kardashian fan. Well, I. I wouldn't call you a fan, but I'm you like, are more not, supportive than I am. I ever. just think they're real people. Really? Yeah. I think the opposite. Yeah, well. Well, I guess I should. Maybe pay attention. To I don't know. Colby bit. and I really do enjoy the Kardashians. That's our like uh, guilty pleasure well, once in a while kind of watch thing. I'm glad you two are able to connect on something. It's the best treadmill show ever. All right. So step number three on 10 ways to be happy. Volunteer your time one-on-one or to a group. Yeah. Helping somebody. Yeah. That's, you know, that's easy. Helping somebody. Isn't that easy? It is. You know what? I, I want to honestly say, mm-hmm. yesterday we visited that local uh, bagel shop after we, we did, did our show. Aww. And they had posted a notice on Facebook and um, said that they were struggling and, you know, they're still open. And if you could, come see them and buy a bagel or two. And so we stopped by and uh, bought a few bagels and threw some money in the tip jar. Mm-hmm. And I, I just have to say... It felt good. Yeah. I felt better after that. Yeah, it did. I also felt better given that guy, uh, our Clark Pest Control guy, whose car broke down a jump. Yeah. That's not good. That's not volunteering, though. How is it not? What are you volunteering? I volunteered my time to help the guy out. Okay. I'm thinking of volunteering more like helping, like... Well, we're kind of in a social distancing environment <laughs> right now. So give me give me a break on my options, all right? It's not like I can just go down to the, you know, local food bank yeah. and start help giving out I would, meals. I would change that number three. What Are we on number three? Yeah. And just, yeah, helping helping a small business out. Right now. That yeah. makes us happy. Yeah. Yeah. Change number three to Mom go visit shops. a local small business mm-hmm. right now. Smile. 
smile, help something them. that's necessary, and choose to bagels be happy. Are nece- bagels are necessary for Madden, right? <laughs> for Madden, I might I might have got a bear claw too. I'm I'm just saying. I don't do bread. <laughs> All right, number four. Donate your money according to your pocket, even if it is a dime. See, that's what happened yesterday. That's you, what happened? You donated money. I did. You helped them. You helped them, and they were so grateful, so thankful. Um, you really just made them smile. You put the biggest smile on, on their face, and they were just so grateful. And... Um, we're saying how, how hard it is because they do have three small boys and they can't keep anyone employed and it's just them. They work seven days a week. No vacation, and, no time off. Their kids were in there doing some... And their kids eat three bagels a day. That's how they feed their kids. And I was like, oh, bless your heart. Like, thankfully, they, they have part. food. Yeah, she was so sweet. And then she sends us with all this free stuff home. We're like, that's not the point. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> well... It, I mean, it was a nice gesture. Yes, I, yes. They were they were benefited. By I us love. By. I'm the giver. I love giving. I honestly will say I do not like receiving. Like it's really really hard for me to be on the receiving end. But I love giving because I love to see other people smile. So yes. I've actually worked on trying to um, be be re- better at receiving and just learning to say thank you. You know, instead of just. Uh, it's, it's hard for you. It's kind of cringy. It, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So um, number five, make time for the three F's. Yeah. Faith, family, and friends. Yes. So how do we do that right now? Okay. So number one, faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think right now you could be reading mm-hmm. or you could be listening. Oh, Yeah. We're or watching. We're big time listeners. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the churches are online right now. Um, I will tell you something. Uh, Jen and I, you know, we're both very faithful people. We're Christians. Mm-hmm. and um, We're Jesus freaks. We're Jesus lovers, Jesus mm-hmm. freaks. Mm-hmm. But uh, I started listening to, because our very near and dear friend Sam sent mm-hmm. us a link. We started listening to a few of Joel Osteen's podcasts. Yes. Yes. I got to say, from an encouraging perspective, like that guy, that guy's like no other. Yeah, he's so good. So he, easy to listen to. Really easy to listen to. It's not, it's not a, um, it's not like being in Sunday school. Yeah, it's not preachy at all. It's just, it's, it's stories very, of inspiration. We're like, yeah. we need to have Joel on the show. Yeah, I should make that happen. <laughs> Put my creative powers to the test. What else is see. he doing? Yeah, exactly, right? He's so, in quarantine. But if you want to be up- uplifted, Two things that you can do. You can listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. Hove Radio Podcast, <laughs> or uh, go uh, search Joel Osteen, and uh, you listen to one of those. Yeah. Like, you uh, you can't help but feel uplifted when you're done. In terms of friends and family, let me ask you this. Have you had people that you haven't been connected to in a while reach out as part of this whole kind of pandemic just to check in? Uh, no, because the people I'm close to, I reach out to every day. We all talk daily. Okay. Well, I've had, I've had some instances where people that I have not been in regular contact Mm -hmm. with have reached out to me. How you doing? What's going on? Just checking in. You doing all right? You know? Yeah. And I think that that's something that we can do right now. Yeah. You know, we had a guest, uh, Elandria Mm -hmm. 
And she just talked about one of the things that she felt like she learned through just talking with us is mm-hmm. to take an hour of her time and reach out to somebody. Right. Just to have a dialogue, mm-hmm. just to have a, you know, just, just to, to talk, talk to, to somebody, somebody else other than just your own quarantine family. Yeah. I think we're going to do a show on that. I'm going to reach out to people I haven't talked to in a while and yeah. just check in with them and see That'd how they're fun. doing. Yeah, for me, like, I'm a very, very loyal person. So if you're, like, close to me, you're close to me, you know? Yeah. And so I, I'm checking in with you every day. You're checking in with me. It's just we talk on a daily basis or every other day kind of thing. Like, I'm really close with my people. What about family? Family, I'm not really close with my family. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I didn't know we are going to go there. But I have a situation where um, my family is not that great. And it's okay that if you don't have a great family, I've always, always chosen my friends over my family. And even with my children, I mean, I do have some family members that are amazing, but for the most part, my parents are like non-existent in my life. Um, are we doing a counseling session? No. Okay. But I'm, you know, I, I just think it's important for people to know yeah. that if that's their circumstance, it, it does not mean you can't be happy. Yeah, no, no. Of course, I'm extremely happy with them not in my life. Sometimes I feel like a toxic person is just toxic for you and not good to be in your life. And unfortunately, it has to be, it's my family. So I choose happiness over being surrounded by people who are toxic. Yes. End of story, pretty much. So I've always told my kids and my kids know that, you know, my friends, our friends are their family. And man, our friends treat our kids so much better than I can ever imagine my own family treating them. So I am very grateful to have the friends in my life that I do. Yeah, I I, uh, obviously I know. Mm -hmm. I know what you've been through. I know what we've been through. Right. And the, the one thing that you can't ever pick is um, who your family is. But right. You can, you can choose your friends. Mm-hmm. And I think we've had a very conscious uh, decision mm-hmm. to choose to have people around us that lift us up, that support us, that love us no matter what. Yeah. And if that's not how your family responds to you, if your family tries to bring you down. Right. Um, and then I, I just think that you have to make a choice. Yeah. I'm, I'm very strong knowing who I am. And so knowing what I deserve and what I want in my life. And if I don't choose that, then I just don't choose that. So yeah, I'm not choosing them to all of you out there listening who might struggle Mm -hmm. with family or have family dynamics that are not positive. Right. We hear you. Yeah. We feel you. Yeah. But you can still and be it's happy. Okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah, they created you, but that's all they did. That doesn't mean that you are their slave for yeah. life. And honestly, I do always say that, you know, Sean and I have been together since I was 15 years old. So I say Sean raised me. So <laughs> if you want to blame me for anything, I say, well, it's, it's your all my fault. fault. It's, it's all, my all fault. your fault. <laughs> I was 18. She was 15. <laughs> Yes. And so there you go. Yeah. All right. So going on to number six of the 10 ways to be happy, mm-hmm. create a list of all the things that you're thankful for or that make you happy. So I like that. What What are you right now in the midst of Corona crazy? Mm-hmm. What are you grateful for? 
I'm grateful for all of our health right now. Like yeah. our health, our happiness, our, our bond. Like I'm just grateful for family, my family, <laughs> my immediate family. Um, but yeah, I just feel like we have such a special, special connection. So I'm grateful for that. I am as well. I'm grateful for um, something that came as a byproduct of this. So when we when we did this story with Edwin, 10 Ways to Be Happy, right? Talked about gratefulness and et cetera. But one of the primary questions that he asks is on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you right now? Yeah. So after that show, we went home and asked our kids. Mm-hmm. Our 15-year-old and our 14 or 13-year-old. Not at the same time. Not at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We asked them independent of each other. And uh, Braden, our 15-year-old, I said, Braden, right now on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you? He rolled out an 8. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a kid that can't go to school. He's not able to participate like his life was football and mm-hmm. training. He's not mm-hmm. able to do that. He, he hasn't seen his... Friends. His bros, yeah, you know, and yet he still rolled out an He's eight. He's a very, very social kid. So this, that was that, huge. That, that made me, because mm-hmm. if he'd rolled out an answer of a four mm-hmm. or a five, I would have been like, oh no, like how do I, how do I, how do we fix this? Yeah. And yeah. then we, so we asked Madden the same question on a scale of one to 10 right now. Totally different times. So they did not know each other's score. Yep. And I said, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you right now? And he said eight. So we had two kids at home in the midst of Corona crazy, yeah. stay at home orders, yeah. total schedules out of whack, and they both roll out an eight. Yeah. Like, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I'm grateful for the opportunity to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, if we did not have the uh, facility, mm-hmm. you know, like I used to be on the radio, I used to do a, a show here in Sacramento for nine years. And so we had the facility, this this podcast studio sat for about a year Without us doing anything. Hey, we did start squirrels and shenanigans. Yeah, we we did. Uh, it lasted for about a minute. <laughs> that was the squirrels part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the squirrels. Squirrel. And the, the, squirrel. <laughs> what was that? It's, it's very hard to get Jen to do anything. Well, for- I think I think you know what I think the challenge was. Um, we were so new into the business mm-hmm. that it was hard to create engaging content right. as regular right. as possible. You know, I think the the focus of this is a, is a bit different. So I think it's easier in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for the opportunity because quite honestly, the first week and a half of this um whole stay-at-home situation like I watched Netflix, you know, I just found myself being very idle and I'm yeah. not an easy idle person. Like I always, like I get highly uncomfortable if I go too long without feeling like I'm productive. Yeah. You can't stay there for too long. Yeah. And, uh, once I was able to do this, number one, it was a a distraction, Mm -hmm. you know, to come into the studio, to get outside of the house. So Mm -hmm. our studio is really a, uh, 12 foot by 20 foot, um, shed basically on our business property. So we can come here. There's no one else around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like an extension of our house to yeah. some degree. So I'm, I'm grateful that we're able to come here. It distracts me. And quite honestly, I've been very much uplifted and benefited by, mm-hmm. you know, some of the interviews and some of the, the uh, dialogue that we've had with others. So I'm, I'm grateful yeah. for that. I'm grateful for the health of, my, health of my kids. I'm grateful for the health of my mom. And because uh, I worry about her as much as I 
worry. I don't worry a lot. I think we should challenge everyone that's listening to creative list of what makes them happy. Yes. Grateful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Write down, write down a yeah, list right now. Grab write, a piece of paper. One and thing. What are the things? Cause I'm sure if you really concentrate on it, you could find a whole bunch of things that you're grateful for right now. Yeah. And just focus on that. Yeah. Um, number seven, create a list of all the things that make you unhappy and find a solution or ways to eliminate them. Mm. Well, the coronavirus makes me unhappy. So let's make yeah. sure. <laughs> how, yeah. do I, how do I make a list of, well, you know, like we don't, us personally, right? I think people that come into contact, you know, like like we're generally positive people. I don't think we do things that make us unhappy. No. Well, mean people make us unhappy. We don't do mean people. We don't, but they're still there. Bullies make you unhappy. Like they're still out there. You know that those people are still there. Like, well, it's not like I mean, we're humans. You're going right. to experience unhappy. I'm just thinking about relative to this whole create a list of all the things that make you unhappy. Cancer makes us unhappy. Jennifer, I'm trying to, like, we can't... You're, you're taking me down the rabbit hole of all the unhappiness out there. No, I'm not. You're taking yourself down the rabbit okay, hole. Okay, well, I got to get back out. Yeah, climb out of that. See, there's that's exactly how you do that. Where's you my got... yellow suit? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my super suit? Well, so lesson to be learned here on, on question number seven. Mm-hmm. If you've got something that is making you unhappy, mm-hmm. like... You've got all the creative time in the world right now to right. try to find a way to focus on how to solve that problem. So whatever it is, just maybe exert some mental energy into mm-hmm. being creative about how to solve that. All right, so number eight on the list of 10 ways to be happy is learn to manage your time and your money. Yeah, that's all you. Well, yeah. What do you mean that's all me? I, you don't I, manage time? I do manage time, but... Money, I don't. <laughs> well, I, I think he probably has that on here just because money can make people unhappy. Yeah. You know, having it or not having it. Right. Well, coming from people that have started over like three different times, I would say that money does not in any way create happiness. So whether you have it or not, you know, yeah. let me give well, you an example. All right. When mm-hmm. we go down to Mexico, the, mm-hmm. one of the things that I very much love about Mexican culture is you will see people down there literally dirt poor yeah living in shacks Mm -hmm. okay yet still happy oh my gosh they're so happy there family oriented they kiss i mean they when they greet each other they kiss each other on the cheek it's probably won't ever do that again look at you they make eye contact that's why they're happy and they smile yeah they're just happier people and then how many people have you met that are rich that are just unhappy yeah a-holes oh yeah right yeah i mean there's both in every country you know like i i can see both in mexico both here of course i'm I'm just mm -hmm. saying that that money or the worry about money right it's the root of all evil whether you have it or not like so again if you're struggling in that department Mm -hmm. with finances or money or whatever Mm -hmm. you know there's an old mantra that we used to share with each other and is uh that is they can't eat you yeah right yeah i don't know why like that was such a that was soothing to Mm -hmm. us Mm mm-hmm at a time where we were struggling. Yeah. They because can take it all, but it's it's an acknowledgement that no matter what happens, like still be grateful and thankful that you have life, that you have health. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's very true. They can't eat us. All right. Um step nine on the ten ways to be happy. Be active and make healthy choices. Yeah. That'll definitely make you happy. I think that's your department. Yeah. Well, right? 
I mean, you quite honestly, you're active and you're. I know, but you like I didn't. I honestly did not get to the point that I'm at now where I do feel very active and healthy and mm-hmm. and fun loving and fit. Mm-hmm. I would not have gotten here if it wasn't for your inspiration. Yeah. I'm kind of annoying though. Like I, that's all I do is I, I love working out. So like you either have to join me or, <laughs> you know, get left behind. Well, for example, you know, I don't know what day we're on. We're on day, you know, 6,912. It can't be that. No, I know. It's like maybe day 1400 or 13 high, 1300, 1400. Yeah. I don't even know. You're the numbers guy. I, I don't know. know. But, but like, I don't is, know. That doesn't mean I go back and date history. No. And can tell you exactly. Anyway, we did this one mile a day, run, walk, jog. Yeah, streak. so the whole the whole thing behind it is you have to walk, jog, run, crawl. I don't know. Now you did At this. At least every- a mile a day. You did this every year as part of your Pink Cupcake Girl yeah. outreach. So you do it at least every single day, one mile a day. You can do more. You can not do less. And you can't break up the mile. So you can't do like a half mile in the morning, half mile at night kind of thing. It has to be a consistent mile um, every single day for 30 days. Now, you started that streak in 2014 or 2015. Oh You've done God. it a year or two. Yeah. Before we. Yeah. Really and then in June mm-hmm. of 2016, mm-hmm. I decided to do the, I committed. Yeah. And did the. 30 um, day challenge. 30 day challenge. And then we got to the end of 30 days and I didn't see a reasonable reason to quit. And so no. we kept going. And so here we are. We're three team years, no quit. Yeah. Three, three years, almost three and a half years right. later. And, um, haven't stopped. Yeah. But in the process of doing that, well, I ended up losing. Four years. I know. Because weird. June 1st. Yeah. So in the process of doing that, I ended up losing like 30 pounds. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then that led to more hiking mm-hmm. and then that led to more better food choices and that led to, you yeah. know, all kinds of different it stuff. It just makes you happier. When you take care of yourself physically, mentally, you are a happier person. Yeah. It also is good. It, it makes you happy when you throw me a picture of myself in the old days and go, what the hell was that? No, I Who just, is that? No, that would probably be Colby that likes to do that to you and say, there was more of Sean. There That's, was more of me. All right. Yeah. So that your, your son loves finding those pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> so let me ask you a question. You know, do you find being active and, you know, having healthy choices, do you find mm-hmm. that a struggle? Like, what would you say to somebody that struggles uh, with that? That's such a hard question to ask me because, because honestly, I don't struggle with that. I'm so black and white in that area. Like, it's either you're really active or you're not. And for me, it's just, it's always been something really simple and an outlet for me. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going back to that changing your conscious focus. Like, mm-hmm. if a, something comes into your mind, you got to push it out and, and yeah. head a different direction. I think it's yeah. that kind of self-discipline. You have to have that self-discipline to be able to make that happen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, being active, making healthy choices. I think, I, well, this goes back to something else that we said too, though, is that when you, when you like, like today, starting your day, getting up, getting dressed, mm-hmm. you know, making sure your hair looks good. Like, like, I think that there's something cathartic about like looking good, feeling good. Yeah. Showing up. Showing up, doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're going to go to the grocery store, maybe make it more of, 
you know, a chance to, to. Yeah. I think that if you get up every day, like a normal day, like you normally would before the Corona crazy, I think if you get up, shower, get dressed, you know, work out, whatever you do, um, and get ready and then start your day. I think you'll feel so much better than if you're lounging around in sweatpants for the last three weeks. Yeah. I mean, I can't do that. Like, I feel like if I'm in sweatpants and slippers and it's the middle of the day, it's, it's a nothing's right day for me. So that's what we call those days where it feels like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think you got to care about yourself more and take care of yourself and, you know, don't quit your on yourself. Like get up there and show up, like dress up, show up. I think you'll, you'll definitely feel much better. I think this uh, last one, the step number 10 mm-hmm. of 10 ways to be happy mm-hmm. Create a goals or dreams list. Yes. And diligently work toward Mm -hmm. them. I think that right now, I think that's probably hard for people because you don't really know what's going to happen on the backside of this. But I think that you just kick all of that aside and go, okay, you know, like I did not come into 2020 thinking it was going to be like this. No. And I don't think that we're going to necessarily be dealing with this at the end of 2020 Mm -hmm. in the same way. Mm -hmm. And so what can you do between now and then to affect change in your life? Well, first of all, I don't think dreaming has been canceled. I still think that you can dream and you can, you know, create that dream board. Um, What was that? uh, The secret? Was it the the secret where they, Mm -hmm. where you, we would, I think. Law of attraction. Yeah. What you, what you focus on, what you think about, what you dream about. Create a dream board, a goal board and something that you can look at every single day. Like that stuff that never goes out of style. Like I love looking at, you know, dreams and I'm always writing down my dreams and my goals and I like writing. So. I felt like this is a perfect opportunity for people to maybe pursue their passions. Yeah. You know, like, for example, like I used to love to draw mm-hmm. and be more artistic. And right. I haven't done it in years and years and years. This would be a great opportunity. How cool would it be to come out of this knowing that I re-engaged with something that was a former passion of mm-hmm. mine? And now mm-hmm. moving forward in my life, I can I can continue yeah. to use that. Whether that be music, whether it be art, whether it be mm-hmm. learning a skill, whether it be something. I like, hope everyone is learning something. Like, I hope everyone comes out of this and doesn't look back and say that was a waste of my life. Yeah, and learning something not by the the fault. Yeah. In other words, we're all going to learn something mm-hmm. through all of this. Mm-hmm. But learning something in a proactive way. Right. You know, like a diligent way. Something that improves your life. In a way, I would love to be able to come out of this and carry with me some sort of skill that I learned during Corona Crazy. Yeah. Well, I challenge everyone to write down their goals and their dreams and, you know, really pursue them. Work work towards them. Give yourself something to do. Yeah. Some sort of, of um, passion project. Yeah. Maybe, you know, write some steps on how you can achieve that goal, how you can get that dream to happen, you know? Yeah, I think that this is uh, necessity breeds ingenuity. This is a mm-hmm. time where if you put your thinking cap on, you can probably figure out a whole bunch of different ways to do things. I like yeah. we live in the greatest technological age that has ever been. Like right. the stuff you can learn on YouTube. You got a problem on something, just Google it. Go to YouTube. You want to learn something? Just follow <laughs> along. Like, well, we learned something last night. What did we learn about the raccoons? Oh, you did. 
your son and you did not believe him. (laughs) You didn't believe him either. I did not not believe him. I was just, you were, you were adamant that that was not true. Our son comes in tricky and he was going to go take out the garbage because we tasked him with taking out the garbage and he was going to go, but the cans were way at the top of our driveway. And, and it's so, dark and there's no and he, one around. Yeah, he don't like that. He thinks he's going to get eaten oh, by well, that bear. Oh, well, he had a bear outside of his I window. I know. <laughs> he thinks he's going to get eaten by a bear. So anyway, so he wanted to know if he could just, so we have this kind of gated front courtyard. Yeah. You know, before you go outside the house. Right. And so he it's was like just. It's like Fort Knox at our house. It's, it's hard to get in. Yeah, it is. You got to go through a gate first before you come to the entrance of the door or the knock yeah. on the door. So anyway, he was going to leave the bags out there, but his concern was raccoons because he didn't want the raccoons to smell the garbage and then yes. tear it all apart. Yeah. Right. And so he asked me, dad, should I be, you know, maybe I shouldn't leave them out there. Maybe I should be concerned about the raccoons. And then like you gave him a hard time. There are no raccoons are going to get through that gate. They're not going to make it through those tiny slats. I know. And you know, like the, the bars at the top of the gate are probably maybe four or five inches wide. And at Mm -hmm. the bottom, you know, maybe three or four inches wide. And he rolls out like instantly. He goes, mom, raccoons can fit through something like as small as three to four inches. Yeah. And you're like, no, like, no, no, they have bones. They have, they have bones. There's no way. They have big cheeks. So this led to us doing a Google search, and I found a YouTube video. <laughs> sure enough, raccoons can fit through three to four inches. And so we watched yeah. this video of one just sliding underneath this This I still eve. don't know where all their body went. They're stretchy. I, I feel like their bones are like gumby. <laughs> Gumby bones. Anyway, so yeah, in the greatest technological age that mm-hmm. has ever been, you can find a way to follow mm-hmm. something that sparks passion for yeah. you. You know, everything's on the internet. You know what I want to take up? What? Graffiti. Oh yes, wouldn't that I be fun? Love graffiti. You know, I want a house that's all graffiti. I want to. I want to graffiti the exterior of our podcast studio. Okay. We call it the Radio Shack. I should call it the po- podcast shack. No, it's the radio shack. It's the radio shack. Yeah. So wouldn't it be cool with like some inspirational messages, some really cool graffiti? Heck yeah. Like totally hip. Yeah. Let's have that guy come. Which guy? Garibaldi. David Garibaldi? Yeah. He can the way he paint upside down. It's so oh awesome. Oh my gosh. He's amazing. He can teach us. Man, how cool would that be if that guy could teach you to do what he does? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a God-given talent, but... Yeah. Hey, speaking of, we all have our talents, yes, God-given talents. And I think this is a time to maybe sort that out, figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. I think I might want to get back into photography. That'd be fun. So photography as well. Yeah. yeah. Photography, drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll start singing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you wish you could sing. I, th- I do wish I could sing. I, I just feel like, you know, watching some of these singing shows, there's nothing like, can you imagine how they feel in front of that audience? Just arms up, belting out, whatever it is. I would be terrified. You would be? Yes. That's got to be the greatest feeling in the world. Are you kidding me? What do you mean you'd be I terrified? I would cry up on a stage. What? Singing. No. In front of people. You used to be on a stage. Yeah. Well, I don't do that no more. <laughs> What kind of stage are you talking about? <laughs> she used to teach jazzercise for those of you that were wondering. <laughs> it never got that hard. No. We, we never had to go to those lengths. <laughs> 
We survived, but we did not compromise our morals. No, we did not. All right. So uh, for those of you that are going a little Corona crazy, we hope that this helped with your positive mindset. Yes. You know, we're just a couple of people trying to help a, a whole bunch of others get through. Yeah. Give you something else to listen to instead of uh, all the negative in the news. So <laughs> hopefully we made you laugh. Hopefully we put a smile on your face and hopefully you changed your attitude if you woke up in a bad mood. Okay. So yes, hopefully, hopefully all of those things occurred, but I will, I will say we've got some great interviews are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, I've got some people that are going to come on the show that I'm really, really excited about the Ula guys. Oh yeah. Ula life. Everyone needs some Ula in their life. Yes. And so that I think is going to be an incredible interview. Uh, I'm working on an interview with a young man that is doing great, great things Mm -hmm. relative to the prevention of suicide. Yeah. So I'm excited to uh, talk with him. Mm -hmm. And then we're working on um, a couple of other guests that I think are going to be really, really fantastic Mm -hmm. to listen to. You need to call Joel Osteen as well. I will get working on that. That will be my <laughs> challenge is to try to connect with Joel on our Hope Radio podcast yeah. and see if we can offer wisdom and encouragement. Uh, All you can do is ask. You know, that's the one thing that you can do. Yes, mm-hmm. you can ask. So um, in closing, I just want to say have a great weekend. Yes. And we will be back with you here once again to do it all over on the Hope Radio podcast on Monday.